0: Yo, check this out. My name is Ezra Hill, and right now, I'm introducing you to my podcast. It's called Hill of Beans. It's a podcast about nothing and everything. My co-host Casey and I are going to be breaking down life from the perspective of two Midwestern middle-aged minds. We're not experts, just ordinary everyday people like you trying to navigate this vessel called life. And these waters can get rough. Our goal is to help keep you on course without having to abandon ship. So, I hope you'll enjoy our episodes. You just might find them inadvertently interesting and informative. And hopefully it'll amount to more than a hill of beans. Hey, welcome back to the Hill of Beans podcast show. Not the Lucas of Beans podcast (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're back and I'm here with my co-host Casey... Casey, what are we talking about today?
1: Well, first of all, what does hill of beans even mean?
0: Well, hill of beans is... Well, hill of beans is a a saying where, like, uh, basically, at some point in the old days, I'll say, uh, people would basically value a hill of beans as nothing. So there was a saying like, oh, well, that doesn't amount to a hill of beans, meaning... It doesn't mean anything. It's not. Okay. It's not. So basically most of what I say.
1: So basically everything we say means nothing. Yes. That like
0: sums up my
1: life. So basically we need to let all the (laughs) listeners know, um, don't, well, yeah, don't put too much value on what we say.
0: Yeah. It's just sort of, well, when I was trying to come up with a name of the podcast, I think, and I didn't come up with this, my old co-hosts did and so since my last name is hill that's that was perfect that's why we went with that okay uh and there is another uh, podcast out there called hill of beans but they talk about coffee
1: makes sense
0: (laughs) we do not talk about coffee well maybe we will though
1: Mm -hmm.
0: because we we will talk about anything
1: we will we can we're not
0: afraid uh to touch any topic even uh, coffee, except me, except maybe a few.
1: Yeah. There are uh, some that I will say off limits, um, yeah. but I'm not even going to say what those are cause I shouldn't say it.
0: We're not going to talk about <laughs> ex-wives or ex-husbands.
1: Oh, I didn't say that. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Uh, okay. So, um, okay. what are we talking about today? Oh
1: um, yeah. So we are going to talk about how to agree to disagree. On politics. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then also, after officials are elected and in position, how to heal. Does the
0: power go straight to our head? Yes. <laughs> no, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> how, it, it, when you don't like the outcome, how to heal and accept that leadership, and then also how to make men's or any, any divisions that have been caused through that process, how to, um, bring everybody back together.
2: Mm.
0: Those are, uh, those are important topics. Uh, very, uh, they might be somewhat, somewhat complex.
1: Uh, okay. Because
0: there's a lot of factors that play into what I would call a division. Uh, unless I'm just going to touch on the federal level. Yeah.
1: Let me ask you, I'm going to ask you a question.
0: Okay. Go ahead.
1: When people do get divided, and you're going to talk, like you said, at the federal level over politics, what does that mean when people become divided and what is dividing them?
0: Uh, well, there's, I think, multiple factors that lead into a divide. One is misinformation. People being told things because it will specifically piss them off. And it might not be true, but people are saying it anyways to get people pissed off because when people are pissed, they show up to vote. Mm -hmm. Um, Except maybe in this case of our local election.
1: (laughs) Hey, we doubled votes. Uh, More uh, than doubled. It's
0: still very... We were still under 12% turnout. (laughs) We were. Uh, Which I was right. I predicted if it's a low voter turnout that it will favor the incumbents Mm -hmm. uh, for the most part. And that's how it played out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, you know, I I think that the two-party system in America is, you know, the Republican-Democrat two-party system is, is... really killing are, are really driving the wedge and the divide because people don't look at the candidate anymore or what they stand for, or what they had to say. They just see, what oh, he's a Republican. Oh, mm-hmm. he's a Democrat. So they automatically write him off for that, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, which unfortunately, um, that is what it is right now. And I don't know because there's so much money involved. I don't know if that'll ever change.
1: You know, I think it's um my most of my family you know, were Republicans. Um, but i I do have some issues with the two party um, system, and one of that one of those is if you know if you are a Republican or a Democrat and there's a policy, you know that you Lean towards more on the Democrat side. Like, I feel like everybody wants to put, once you are Republican or Democrat, they want to put you in a box mm-hmm. and they want to keep you there. Yeah. And if you believe in something on a policy that maybe you think they're right, it's like you're a traitor to your party.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, just in this recent local election, there were individuals saying they were calling me a Democrat and, I'm woke, you know, Mm -hmm. and just because I wouldn't agree with some far right conservative people on certain things. Mm -hmm. And that's what's crazy is just I don't know. It's it's uh, something that I wrestle with in my mind is trying to come to an understanding of the far right and the far left Mm -hmm. of politics. And I just don't understand there's to me, there's a spectrum where you get too far out there and it's like it's like impossible to reason with those people. Mm-hmm. And I'm more of, a, I consider myself a moderate Republican in a sense that I'm willing to come to the table. Let's talk and come up with solutions versus I'm right and you're wrong, mm-hmm. you know? And, and uh, that's sort of my view on, on politics. And I think that's how it should be.
1: You have to be able to listen to people no matter what.
0: Uh, yeah, I right? agree. Yes you have to you have to have a level of tolerance to where even if you agree with or even if you disagree with someone that you're like okay, I respect that and and the, and that's a the level of tolerance and level of respect is really lacking right now and I think it it's mostly because of social media it, it most mostly because yeah. of social media and mainstream media. I
1: have a question Uh, for you. Yeah, go ahead. So you made this big post about, um, you had not, you know, really even discussed uh, in this last election publicly who you were going to vote for. Mm -hmm. And I saw a post where you verbally were attacked um, and, and- by somebody, and I can't remember you, this gal's name. You only name. saw one. <laughs> I saw one. It's the one that you shared. I know that there are more. and well, some of, it, it made you yeah. so upset, or you were so over the hate that was coming at you, that you yeah. said, that's it. I've had it. I am now going to vocalize out loud who I'm voting for, what I stand for, and where I'm at in this election, and mm-hmm. we're going to cut out the bull crap because you were getting... Well, you were getting attacked um, yes, on social media.
0: I, I was, and, and the thing is, is I, I that doesn't necessarily bother me about bother me that much. I mean, that comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. But that one particular post that was sent to my neighbor, oh, a constituent, okay, and they shared that with me. And that person is one of the
1: oh, so you didn't you you saw it through your neighbor,
0: yes, oh, wow. And that was like the straw that broke the camel's back. Okay. Like that's why I, said, I could
1: feel the heat coming that's out of why your post.
0: <laughs> it's on like Donkey Kong.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mofo.
0: Uh, <laughs>
1: it's, and see, that, this is the stuff we're talking that, about today, right? Like yeah. how how heavy this stuff got, and and people were yes, coming at because, each other.
0: Well, first of all, that the the person that received that message, I, I the message said something like, well, it was something like you're ugly and I hope you lose your job Mm -hmm. when the mayor gets fired or something. Yeah. Okay. Well, that person, number one, they're not ugly, but number two, they're like super sweet and one of the nicest neighbor. I mean, they're perfect neighbor, you know what I mean? And I really respect them and care about them. And it was just, it boiled me over. Like they were getting bullied and I'm not, I'm oh, not, that
1: that post was not at you. That was at your neighbor. Correct. Oh wow. Okay.
0: And that's the type of bullshit that was going on during this election, and I and I had had enough because mm-hmm. the entire time it's like, um and, and I'm not even I'm not even saying that it was Joe Hubbard's fault, mm-hmm. but his supporters. We're like, if you're not going to publicly support our candidate, then F you. Mm-hmm. And that was what I was getting the entire campaign, which was fine. And I was, you know, navigating it well.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: when you start doing it to my friends and my neighbors and my constituents, that's bullshit. I'm not going to put up with it. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And. That's the type of stuff. And and I get it. There's people out there that you can't control their actions. But I think the Hubbard campaign should have put their foot down with that stuff a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And they didn't.
1: Yeah. Well, we know I I got, you know, attacked also um, on social. And uh, the level that was stooped to was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah.
0: It gets to a point. They reached a point of desperation Mm -hmm. where they started just making things up to try and convince people to, you know, and, and it was, you know, I was getting, uh, you know, the, the fake Facebook profiles, you know, that come at you Mm -hmm. and they're too cowardly to reveal who they are. Mm -hmm. The fake are the untraceable phone numbers, you know, that you get text messages, you get calls from people.
1: And I don't understand because we, me and you were face value. What you see is what you get. We weren't beating around the bush. Uh, you know, like I know for me, like I was very direct on, on being a Myers supporter. I always have been. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know why that would have at this point thrown anybody for a loop, um, or to say, well, she, you know, we should now start commenting on her support. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, what was it, the point? I mean, what is when people are doing that? And like on Greenwood Chatter, we saw people going at it. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. what, how do How do they move? Like, the, are there, do those people really social, not like each other now? Or social like,
0: media is a, is a desert and they're all thirsty.
1: <laughs> but I mean, I feel like Greenwood Chatter was kind of a hub, um, one of the hubs where people were, you know, Going at it politically over uh, this past election, in um, some yeah. things were said from both sides. Some things I saw everybody be guilty of, mm. like why do we have to go there?
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, it's uh, well, I, I don't know. It, it's crazy, and uh, it, the thing is, too, is it's believe it or not, <laughs> attacking individuals and making up false information spreading lies spreading it's it's nothing new i mean it's been done uh you know i remember i went to springfield illinois and i went through this abraham lincoln museum and when he was running for president they had a little section where it had all these headlines uh, from newspapers and Mm -hmm. they were just like you know Call, they were calling him all kinds of names and saying this and that basically. And it was like, it ba- basically, when I was looking at, it, I was like, wow, they did this back then too. Okay. No, I
1: didn't know that. <laughs>
0: yeah. It, it's, um, and I think even George Washington was quoted at some point talking about how the media can, uh, play things into whatever direction they want, you know, the mm-hmm. newspaper.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so, you know, but people, uh, I don't know. It's, oh, We
1: kept seeing that one, too, that, you know, our local journals, a left wing or, you know, like even through it was yeah. I feel like everything was getting, uh, I don't know, distorted to where people, you know what I mean? Like,
0: well, there were individuals out there who they were taking it. They had a personal <laughs> vendetta against Greenwood and certain people in the elected positions. They they don't necessarily hate Greenwood or what's going on in Greenwood, but they were making Greenwood to be out. Like it's this terrible place That it's, it's, it's a political campaign tactic where you instill fear in people to get them to be like, Oh my God, the crime's out of control. We're, Mm -hmm. you know, we're all going to die. You know, the city's on fire, get out and vote. You know, (laughs) it's a, it's a tactic that, you know the, the, Can
1: you do that voice again? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the panic voice. Yeah. Uh, it, you know it's uh, it's a tactic that um, they that's been used uh, probably going back as long as elections have been around. Uh, so it's it's nothing new. It's just to a whole new level now because of social media.
1: Mm-hmm. We did a you know vote on our our group page. Um, we have the Hill of Beans group in which we love getting feedback from, right? So we can kind of talk oh, about yeah. these things. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we asked them, you know, how divided we thought people were after this election. And 11 said not divided. Three said very. Half, of half seven said um, half of them were divided. And then four said we have hidden haters that are going to fake it till they make it.
0: Um, I don't even know what that
1: means. I think, I think, here's the thing. I do think that there's like a core. So like imagine a circle and you have your bullseye around that bullseye are your candidates and then the people immediately supporting and helping with the campaign. Right. And Mm -hmm. I think where those people are, it's like super heated.
0: I don't mean to interrupt, but I just had someone text me that like two days ago and they were like, so who won the
1: election? (laughs) Yeah. Right. So that's, (laughs) that's your people that didn't vote or probably
0: the majority of people because we had less than 12% of registered voters show up to vote. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Uh,
0: So the majority of people don't care
1: about. And you guys, if you're listening, this is normal. This has been what's been happening for years when it comes to our local elections. Um, We did over double our votes this time, but people need to start voting. It was only only like 3000 last time.
0: Right. But what do we get this time? I just looked at the percentage. It was like 700
1: vote difference, but it was more than last election, Uh, yeah.
0: Because I just looked at the percentage, and I know we came in—I know we increased voter turnout, but— the previous election was eleven something percent, and this one was still eleven something percent.
1: Well, our population. So we were still up.
0: under twelve percent. <laughs> <We've> <laughs> well, grown. yeah, that's true. We've too. grown. That's true too. Um,
1: but no, I think for I, I can see where everybody voted differently on this because it's according to where you are in the process of what it means to you.
0: Yeah, right. I think I think like the, you're,
1: you're on the council. So mm-hmm. you're more in the closer to that center circle because this is what you do. You yeah. know, you know, everybody that's running. Um, so you're, you're hearing more things. You're more involved. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Uh,
0: yeah. I mean, we're at a population of uh, over 60,000 people now. So we're going to have people out. Th- you can't make everyone happy. So you're going to have people out there that can't stand what's going on. Uh, but I think. You know, I, on that survey, I answered, I do not believe people are divided. I think there's a like a loud minority of people out there that don't like what's going on. But I think the majority of people in Greenwood like what's going on, number one, because of how the elections turned out. But number two, if people aren't upset or pissed off, like what I talked about earlier, they don't go out. They don't feel like they need to go out. And
1: right. Vote. So that to me says They're content. the majority are happy. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And I, I never, I hear more people talk about how good Greenwood is now in the exciting development and the, you know, the progress it's made over the last 10 years. than I hear people that, that complain about it, you know? Yeah.
1: We're definitely, I, I feel like we are not divided here in Greenwood. I think we are unified. Um, but I do think we are more divided on the federal level. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. So, but I think here, close to home for us. I feel like that's not a thing where,
0: yeah, we're here in the city room. I mean, we all live here and we got to live together and work together and play together. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we got to care for each other and help each other out. And, you know, that's what neighbors are supposed to do. And I think for the most part, that's, that is how Greenwood identifies, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and I think, that to say that Greenwood's divided, I don't really believe that. I mean, and I think if you lose an election or your candidate didn't win, you know, if you really care about Greenwood, then stay involved. Um, you know, m- m- establish a relationship with your council member, contact them, email them, volunteer in the community. I mean, mm-hmm. damn, we never have enough volunteers for stuff. Right. You know? I mean, there's always, stuff there's so on. many
1: ways to get involved.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, and, you know, stay involved. You know, try and get on a board. If you lose an election, try and get on a board or a commission. Get your foot in the door. Mm-hmm. You know, just because you lost doesn't mean what you had to say isn't important. You know, and it doesn't mean it doesn't matter anymore. I mean, still, you you still, you still have people that voted for you. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. I mean, you can still try and represent, represent their voice, but come to the table and let's sit down and have a civilized conversation about it. Mm-hmm. Don't just you know, blast me all over social media and then turn around and expect me to help you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, So, uh, but but anyways, yeah, that's, in my opinion, that is how, if you want to agree to agree to disagree and how you heal after an election is don't walk away, stay involved, stay connected, You know, and let's work together to see what we can do Mm -hmm. to better Greenwood. That's what it's about. You know, it's not my way or the highway. That's not how it should be.
1: Well, and think within, you know, if we just dumb this down and I know you might be like, well, you know, that's your family or that's your husband, you know, but um, in your house, you know, you you have a family and everybody is made up differently and we don't always agree on everything. And we figure out a way to do life together, love each other, and not always like what we do. Yeah. And I know people that are married that are on opposite sides uh, politically. And they're doing life together and they love each other, but they don't agree on that stuff. Yeah.
0: Um, I've dated if, Democrats before.
1: If you can be married and do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but they didn't then
1: work you out. Can, <laughs> it didn't work out. <laughs> but if you can be married and prove to do that. Right. You can do this with your neighbor. Yeah. Right.
0: Well, yeah. And to, to, I believe that making society a better place for everyone is number one, you start in your home, make sure that's in order, you know, you're doing the best you can for your home. You're providing whatever it is. You're being a good parent, whatever. You're being a great dog mom or whatever animal people do. (laughs) (laughs) And then don't you,
1: leave the cats out. The, the, uh, yeah, the, <laughs> we love the cats, cats.
0: that, you know, check on your, your, I don't have lo- cats, check on your cute. local cat lady, make sure <laughs> she's doing okay. Uh, but yeah, the, once you got your own shit in order, then you move out to your neighbors, check on your neighbors. Hey, what can we do to make our street better? Mm-hmm. You know, do we need to start a crime watch program? If we're concerned about crime, Yeah, what do we, what do we need to do to make our street better? Mm-hmm. Then you go out, from that what do we need to do to make our neighborhood better you know and then you just progress out from that and it that to me that's how you make real change in society which grows and it. it's a snowball effect into the world but the problem is everyone's so self-absorbed and all they care about is their feelings and what other people are doing to irritate them that they bitch and complain all the time about it rather than just taking care of your if if people would st- stay off social media and not watch the news and just focus on your community and your neighborhood you'd be loving life right now mm-hmm. <laughs> and i think Blitting that's the mind i think that's what uh, more people need to focus on rather than just complaining all the time about what so-and-so is doing or what i can't believe they did this to me i'm so underpaid at work or whatever you know it's just mm-hmm. Uh, be
1: proactive is what you're saying as yeah, far as be, in your, your immediate life and your surroundings.
0: Yeah. I mean, take, just take steps to, to better yourself and your situation and help your fan, you know, your kids, your wife, your spouse, whatever, and then work your way out from
1: yeah. there. And you know what? Do you realize how boring this world would be if we all agreed? Wow. Well, <laughs> I mean, could you imagine? Like, oh, so you mean that. peace? I mean, I mean, we can, we can, but we can have peace. We can have peace and still disagree. Because
0: obviously here's but like me and you have a good
1: conversation because we don't always agree on everything.
0: Right. Here's, here's a good example of, of people not agreeing is entertaining. And for example, look, watch ESPN. Okay. Mm -hmm. You got these talking heads on there that all they do is, Bicker back and forth, trying to prove that, that one knows more than the other, and they know each other. and And I love sports, mm-hmm. but sometimes that ruins it for me because I'm just like, dude, <laughs> calm down, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's uh but it's just, yeah, it's entertainment, and people watch it. People love to watch other well, people bicker people, back and forth. Yeah,
1: I mean, think when you, you know, if you're in school and you are part of the debate team, people get passionate about proving a point, which is awesome because you should be passionate about how you feel, but it's how you address it after you know how you feel. I mean, I think that's the key. So if you can prove your point and, and, you know, really do it in a positive way, it's going to be more impactful. Um, But I do think that it's okay to disagree. And I think that you should fight for what you believe in, but it's how you're fighting for it. Um, But with the understanding that you're not going to win, there's too many people in this world. And so understanding you can't change people all the time. That's not going to happen. And you can still love them.
0: Yeah. And I think you should, if you're going to make a point or argue for what you believe in or what you stand for, you need to do it logically and research and put some thought into it just don't go spewing your emotions all over the place because then people won't take you seriously and when you're coming at somebody hot and heavy they're going to come right back at mm-hmm. you hot and heavy i mean be sensible be logical state your point because mm-hmm. when you're putting – when you're laying down the truth bombs, it's hard for people to, to argue with that. And what I noticed on social media, when I start laying down the truth bombs, sometimes the only response people can do is to like it or they delete their comment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and uh, so, yeah, there's nothing wrong with, you know, standing up for something or trying to prove a point, but do it. Do it in a civilized manner yeah. and How respectfully. Do,
1: so like, let's talk about on social media right now. What is the first step before you type your, so you say you see something you don't like on social media, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which people see all the time where they don't agree with before you fire and get crappy at someone, mm-hmm. what is, what do you think is they should do <laughs> to control how that's going to come out on the other side and still get their point across. Do you know what I mean? Like we don't have to go there.
0: Yeah. What I do is I marinate on it for a while. And typically after a good night's sleep, when I wake up the next day, I'm like, it doesn't bother me as much. And halftime I ignore it. (laughs) Uh,
1: So you take some time before you respond. Yeah.
0: I I'm, I've always been one to where I type up that email And I just let it sit and I don't hit Mm -hmm. send. And then I end up never sending it, -hmm. (laughs) you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think, yeah, you have to uh, before you post anything, you need to you need to sit on the other side of that comment and then say, okay, if someone sent this to me, how would I respond? Because you need to you need to say, "Is is your comment being productive? Are you. Is it helping the situation or is it just gonna make it
1: work? Right. Are you being sarcastic? It. Yeah,
0: are you being like do you have a snarky, sarcastic mm-hmm. response where it's not doing anything except pissing the you're fueling the fire
1: mm-hmm. or
0: do you legitimately have a good point? You know, and I think before you hit that send button, you have to take a look at it and say Okay, how are people going to react to this? And mm-hmm. you have to look at it as, okay, if someone was to react to this negatively and come back at me, why and what would they say? Right. But people, a lot of people don't do that.
1: I have two examples Um of what you're talking about. Uh, one was on Nextdoor. Um, I decided that I was going to... Um, oh, the Nextdoor. <laughs> yeah. Put some... Uh,
0: I, I got on that one time, and after about a month, I had to delete it. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Well, was this was so during the election time, and I you know, saw some Hubbard stuff going up around me, and since I was rooting for Myers, I started posting some stuff for Myers. Um, and a, a comment came through you know, probably a weekend and it was, Hey, we get it. We know who you're rooting for. I keep seeing your post. Like basically Mm -hmm. it was, you don't need to post anymore. Oh yeah. So I sat on it and I was like, wait, I've only posted three things. Okay. So they're probably like cycling. So I thought about it, but then I thought, no, it's okay. If you don't want to see my post, then don't look at my post. Yeah, I mean... Cruise the, on, by it. If, and then it just, like... I And I said to the person, I say, like, I've only posted it three times. It must be recycling. Because every time somebody comments on it, it's recycling. Yeah, um, but, and, you,
0: and they're trying to... They're just trying to shut you up.
1: Well, yeah. Well, we know how that goes.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> ain't happening. Ain't
1: happening. <laughs> the other one was um, I, you know, maybe got in a thread where I just kind of voiced my opinion strongly. And the comment was, you know, I can only imagine you with your nose up in the air over there typing this blah, 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 blah. And then I had to sit, like you said, and think about it. And my response was, I'm so sorry that you think I'm typing with my nose up in the air. If you knew me first, you know, I'm a servant at heart. And honestly, if you could hear my voice, I'm having a decent conversation with you about the things I know. This isn't me being rude, but you can't hear each other's voices. So, mm-hmm. and I really was nice um, in both of those responses, but, you know, it, we can't hear each other.
0: Yeah, and that's a issue with text message and email and social media is you don't get the, time to, the context or the tone, you know. And so if you're already on edge or something's burning you up or you're mad or you got a chip on your shoulder, then probably everything you're reading, you're thinking they're coming at you when the reality is they're not. I mean, I've I've seen it, I see it on social media all the time, mm-hmm. you know? And even when you are calmly responding, they want to come right back at you. And it's like, yo man, that's not, I'm not coming. I'm just trying to help you, you know? bashing me or trolling me isn't helping me help you, you know? So, uh, but I, I, see that a lot. And I think that's, I think that's why there's a divide in the country. And I think that's why, uh, there's a mental health crisis mm-hmm. because, and I think social media is driving that because it's, it's, it's taking a lot. You're you'll go on social media and interact with someone you you don't even know, mm-hmm. and it's like why? It's a complete waste of your time, you know. And you're not getting context. You're not getting tone. You're not getting the tone. Uh, so what is probably really just a civilized because. Well, let me get back to that. what's probably really just a civilized conversation is turning into something crazy because of how someone's interp- uh-huh. interpreting it and they're interpreting it wrong. And what I've noticed is when people come at me on social media and and I'll say, OK, let's meet and talk about it. And very few do. But when they actually do, then the tone, everything changes. And uh, so, yes, I think social media is contributing to. A lot of it, and and Facebook and and, uh, mainstream media, you know, Fox News, CNN, they're just right there throwing the gasoline on the fire, you know.
1: Well, it's got such a um, influence on people, and it's such an easy tool to access people. Um, Mm -hmm.
0: Well, it's it's about uh, there's some control aspects in it, controlling people what to think and mm -hmm. what to say, and. And when you have a divide and people arguing all the time back and forth on social media, it, it keeps social media relevant mm-hmm. and it keeps the interaction going. And that's what they want. They want people on social media
1: mm-hmm. and social media. And I know you and I have talked about this, but I, I do believe it can be a healthy tool. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's how we're using it or, you know, how we're perceiving it. You know how each person is utilizing it or you know is that their world like are they not outliving life you know getting out of their house or is that yeah. become their that's their what they're doing that's where they're having their social time what's,
2: or yeah
0: exactly it, what's sad is i think there are some people out there that social media is their social life mm-hmm. you know and you know like i just ran into someone the other day that i didn't even know the guy but he's like, oh, yeah, I friended you on Facebook, you know, like, and and I'm just like, like, he was making a big deal about it. And I'm kind of like, I don't even know who you are, man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I'm kind of like, is that like, is Facebook a big deal? Like, I don't even know this guy. and This guy's trying to talk yeah. to me about Facebook. Well, <laughs> you know to I'm
1: some like, people that that could become their community, right? Like,
0: yeah, and it's
1: and it's OK. Look, it's OK if you. Find your friends on Facebook, but I think you got to live life also. You got to get off social media. You got to step out and and have face to face conversations and be with people.
0: Yeah, Hill Beans only recommends getting on social media one hour a week.
1: And it's to listen to
0: us. <laughs>
1: so I, I do a lot of social media and I try to, so people, you know, see my crap everywhere um, just because it, the healthy benefit for me is I sell real estate. So I promote yeah. my real estate. Well, there's uh, a
0: business aspect to it. Yeah.
1: Too. I do the spotlight where I, um, you know, spotlight certain topics or people and promote them um, in their business and what they do. Um, but I also do like, part the social part I do like my parents live down in Florida and my brother's out in Texas so I don't have to pick up the phone and show them you know a picture or you know I talk to them but they can see what's happening in my life on social media
2: yeah I think that that
1: it's a good tool for our how separated we are
0: yeah and I think that was probably the original purpose yes of social media it's just uh morphed into something else uh but I think, yeah, I think if you have, if you have, if you start having hundreds of people like m- my Facebook page, where if you start having hundreds of people that you don't really know, then you're going, you're getting out in this, un- these uncharted waters mm-hmm. of where you don't even know who you're friends with and you start getting all these interactions that are, ca- can be bizarre or hateful or whatever. And, mm-hmm. but I think a, a healthy uh, social media account is where you just are friends with people you really do know that you actually see in per in person mm-hmm. you know
1: um, I think that we should challenge ourselves and our listeners um, to two things one is to try to talk to somebody you have that you know has opposing views than you and Intently have a conversation with them with your views and keep it respectful and see if you can work through just a good conversation without becoming offended by what they think.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Like an exercise. It, yeah. Just because I feel like we all need to do that. Um, the other one is before you post something on social media, really think through it and put yourself on the other side the way that may be received before you hit send
0: yeah especially all y'alls out on greenwood chatter
1: <laughs> i mean don't get me wrong you guys i got my popcorn and i was watching stuff go down it was like it was it was such a, a dumpster fire waste of time <laughs> it was something it was something uh,
0: well i don't know that's uh that's our take on this yeah uh you know it. To most, it might not amount to more than hill beans.
1: (laughs) We're a lot of nothing, guys. uh, I
0: think, yeah, I just think respect, you know, uh, some kind of level of tolerance. I mean, it's okay to agree to disagree. And in fact, I would encourage yourself to engage less on whatever's going on on social media Mm -hmm. and just focus on yourself and your family and friends.
1: Yeah. You can always pick up the phone and call someone. Yeah.
0: You don't have to just, if you got time to bitch on social media, you got time to email your councilman. That's how (laughs) I look at it. You know, let's have a conversation. Let's talk about it because sometimes I can help you and and I will. and, And there might be times I can't. And that goes with any local Uh, local politician or elected official, you know, I mean, and and if you try and contact them and they ignore you, then that's on them. Then you can go and bitch and complain about it.
1: So I think what you're saying is uh, instead of bitching, you know, there's things you can do, pick up the phone, call your local person, um, or be more instrumental besides just sitting around making comments.
0: Yeah. You can call, email, attend meetings, it's all online. You can find it. It's
1: and not, it's we can to agree to disagree. Yes. Amen. Amen. All right, dude. Are we done?
0: We're done. We'll catch you guys on the next episode, whatever that's going to be.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not sure. You guys, you can email us at hofbeans at gmail.com and uh, check out our podcast. We are on all channels. Um, so, yeah, check us out.